Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to BBOS. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Yes, this is my last episode for June. I'll be back in August, going to take a little month off to sharpen the saw and come back fresh and ready to rock and roll. The big news out there, obviously, that sub that uh, was going to go take a peek at the old Titanic. I don't know, watch the movie. You could say a lot of different things, and certainly a lot of people have, but I don't even know that it bothers me because I'm one of those people who will probably make a joke too soon. So whatever. But this stuff, it's more politically driven, if you will. So, you know, you know, the people are wealthy and, you know, the old saying, some people have more money than sense. But the people imploded. They've got family members. I don't know if they knew the risks or didn't understand them. I don't know. I don't know enough about that side of it. But what I do know is it's kind of sickening to see people say, well, hey, they were right wingers, you know, I'm glad they're gone. What the hell? What the hell? That'd be like me dancing when Jimmy Carter's dead. No, Jimmy Carter may not have been a great president, but you don't celebrate when he's dead. In the same way, when old Puddin' Pop goes, I won't be celebrating. You know, I mean, that's not a celebration thing. That's not right. I mean, I make jokes, but come on. I think there's some human decency, but very little of it these days. Very little of it. It's like they go into this attack mode on political views. I mean, everybody's seen it. We're watching it unfold with all the social media. It's a theme with mainstream media. If the story doesn't fit their narrative or advance their cause, fuck, ABC later, man. They'll either rake you over the coals or you're fucking gone. I look at news stories that, in my mind, don't get press, and then I watch the ones that do. Like, why, why, oh, why are people not up in arms over all the young black men that are killed in Chicago? Crickets, man, crickets, because... If they're killing their own, even if they're capping off their own, nobody really seems to care, which is very unfortunate. Any young lives taken like that are are just horrific. And in my mind, in a lot of ways, probably preventable if somebody would actually step up and stop talking about it and doing something within that community. Now, outside the community, again, you don't really hear much. In my mind, you don't really hear much about anything unless you got a white shooter who's a heterosexual and right-leaning politically Shit, you'll hear about that stuff for decades, man. Has anybody read a story on that old trans killers manifesto in Nashville yet? I haven't. Let me know if you see it, if it's out there. Again, if it doesn't fit their narrative or agenda, it doesn't make the cut. Doesn't make the cut. They're rewriting history as we go. I mean, they'll fucking go after folks who've been dead for decades if they can spin it their way. It's a hating thing, which is unfortunate. I dislike stuff. Don't get me wrong. I dislike the political climate as it is right now. And maybe I hate it in some ways, you know, as it affects me personally, financially, etc. But not wishing death on anybody. Yeah, not there. All right. Hey, what about this Chinese base, Ni Hao, that they're building in Cuba? Hmm. Going to collect some good old intel on the U.S. of A. Yeah, maybe the, the stuff that Joe isn't already sharing with him, you know. I know some people might say, well, hey, this could have happened under Trump. And I'm not saying it couldn't, but maybe not as likely, maybe not near as plausible. But I don't think Joe's going to step in and try to do anything. And again, I don't know if they could, but didn't anybody ever learn about the fucking Monroe Doctrine? I don't know. I feel like history is just missing. 
It's just missing. Makes me want a sip of my crown today. Yeah. Cheers. Thousands of tears later. All right. Stuff going on kind of across the globe. The Wagner Group, the old uh, ex-hot dog vendor. It's kind of funny that this dude was an ex-hot dog vendor. You can read a lot of different stuff, which I already have, but he's supposedly heading to Belarus. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe the Russians bought him off. No way of really knowing, right? Don't really know. We'll see how that one unfolds, but that might be one I pick up in August. All right. I read this really, I think maybe just yesterday or might have been this morning. They all blend in. But the government in Sweden is abandoning their 100% renewable power goal. Hmm. Why? Drum roll, Fadi. Because it's not achievable. I repeat, not achievable. Well, maybe it's achievable somewhere. In fantasy land, that is? I don't know. Maybe. You know, it's interesting. This fella and uh, Mark Mills, he's PragerU guy in Manhattan. He did an excellent piece on energy that I think kind of sums it up nicely. It's just a few minutes. Fadi, could you play this clip? We're headed toward an exciting all-renewable energy future. Wind and solar will power the world of tomorrow. And tomorrow isn't far off. It's time to wake up. You're having a dream. Here's the reality. Oil, natural gas, and coal provide 84% of all the world's energy. That's down just two percentage points from 20 years ago. And oil still powers nearly 97% of all global transportation. Contrary to headlines claiming that we're rapidly transitioning away from fossil fuels, it's just not happening. Two decades and $5 trillion of governments investing in green energy, and we've barely moved the needle. This was supposed to be easy. Why is it so hard? In a word, rocks. To get the same amount of energy from solar and wind that we now get from fossil fuels, we're going to have to massively increase mining by more than 1,000%. This isn't speculation. This is physics. Copper, iron ore, silicon, nickel, chromium, zinc, cobalt, lithium, graphite, and rare earth metals like neodymium. We need them all. And then those metals and materials have to be turned into motors, turbine blades, solar panels, batteries, and hundreds of other industrial components. That also takes lots of energy, which requires even more mining. As a World Bank study put it, these green technologies are, in fact, significantly more material intensive than our current energy mix. That may be the understatement of the century. Raw materials account for 50 to 70 percent of the costs to manufacture both solar panels and batteries. Until now, it hasn't really mattered that much because wind and solar still account for only a few percentage points of the global energy supply. They're an applause line for environmentalists, not a major energy player, and it's unlikely they will be in the foreseeable future. But for the sake of argument, let's say we sharply ramp up mining. Where would these new mines be located? Well, for one, China. That country is today the single largest source of most of our critical energy materials. The United States is not only a minor player, but is dependent on imports for 100% of 17 critical minerals. Do we want to give China more political and economic leverage? Europe has made itself dependent on Russia for 40% of its natural gas. How well has that worked out? Ironically, we have all the minerals we need right here in North America. But good luck trying to get them out of the ground. 
Proposals to build mines in the United States and increasingly almost everywhere else meet fierce opposition, if not outright bans. To give just one example, in 2022, the Biden administration canceled a proposed copper nickel mine in northern Minnesota. This was after years of delays navigating a maze of environmental regulations. And yes, the same environmentalists and green-leaning politicians who tout all the benefits of electric cars are the same people who make mining the materials essential to build those cars, like copper and nickel, all but impossible. Try to square that circle. So far, we've only talked about today's energy needs. What about tomorrow's? Future energy demand will be far greater than today's. That's been true for the entire history of civilization. The future will not only have more people, but also more innovations. And entrepreneurs have always been better at inventing new ways to use energy than to produce it. It's obvious, but worth stating, before the invention of automobiles, airplanes, pharmaceuticals, or computers, there was no energy needed to power them. And as more people become more prosperous, they will want the things others already have, from better medical care to vacations to cars. In America, there are about 80 cars for every 100 citizens. In most of the world, it's about five per 100 citizens. Over 80% of air travels for personal purposes. So that's 2 billion barrels of oil a year. Hospitals use 250% more energy per square foot than an average commercial building. And the global information infrastructure, the cloud, already uses twice as much electricity as the entire country of Japan, the world's third largest economy. The massive data centers at the heart of the cloud alone consume almost 10 times more electricity than the world's 10 million electric cars. E-commerce has taken off and it's propelling record growth in warehouses, increasingly filled with energy-hungry robots. America's truck freight index more than doubled in the past decade to deliver the goods to and from those warehouses. These are today's known trends. While we can't predict the future, we can predict there'll be more innovation in robotics, drones, quantum computing, biotechnology, and new industries not yet imagined. All of it will require more energy, a lot more. Fossil fuels, nuclear energy, and yes, renewables will be required. But if you think we could get it all from wind and solar, dream on. I'm Mark Mills, Senior Fellow at the Manhattan Institute for Prager University. Yeah, they are solidly, solidly in fantasy land. Not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I look at these people, you know, with their moral superiority driving around in their electric vehicles. I mean, it just doesn't work. You know, I've been through it a million times on other podcasts, but Mark Mills put it together quite succinctly. So I hope you enjoyed that piece. All right. Guess who's back in the news? Yeah, Target. Target got back in the news a little bit. This fellow was uh, apparently doing a little shoplifting. I think he likes Wally World and Target for a shoplifting. Maybe he's using these for date night. I don't know. But the way he got caught shoplifting they found a pink vibrator just kind of slipped out of his pants. Whoopsie. <laughs> That's kind of funny all by itself, but it's the subsequent search that really struck me as interesting. So they go out to this fellow's truck to see, you know, what else might turn up. And they find a bunch of things that he got. He got a bunch of condoms. Yeah, got a bunch of condoms, some Trojan, little, that skin. Yeah, got a little bit of that. He got some good old Hello Cake lubricant. <laughs> that sounds tasty, doesn't it? 
But the other thing that he got, look, I don't know all these items that they sell, but a Climax control spray. Hmm. Why would you want to control one of those? That's my question. Yeah, I want to know why. But yeah, he got the old Climax control spray. I might have to do some research into that one. Yeah, he hid these items in a piece of shapewear. Yeah, I don't know if it was tuck friendly or not. But apparently, he didn't have it tucked in quite well enough. The pink vibrator got him busted. Yeah. Date nights for this guy. Wally World and Target. His top two places that he enjoys shopping. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's not a tremendous amount of news out there. And uh, I think the way things are going in the world, it is disturbing to me when I watch. You know, some people think, well, yeah, you know, you're a right leaner. Well, 100%. But the way I look at the government right now, it's all a big disappointment to me. I feel like they're all in bed with somebody. What I wish would happen, I don't think will ever happen in my lifetime because now we just groom politicians for life, right? I mean, the days of having just a regular, ordinary person like myself <laughs> are gone. You can't get in there. Now, yeah, some will say, well, look, AOC was a bartender. Eh, I mean, but look where she is. Look what she's doing. Is she really helping anybody? No, she's helping herself. I mean, you walk into a job like that, making, you know, whatever, a hundred grand, and now you're a millionaire? Come on. That's not what a public servant is. You know, you shouldn't have these millionaires and billionaires sitting in political office. I solidly disagree with that and always have. Again, I think you get in, you do your public service time, and you get out. That's kind of how I've always seen it. But those days are gone, unfortunately. But now we have the government as a whole is just a ginormous machine. And it's a machine, again, I mentioned this on the last podcast, that will lead you to peasantry. Yeah, not everybody gets to be a part of the aristocracy. Did you know that? Yeah, it's just a little tidbit you might want to file away. And the culture, of course, I've said it a million times, won't always agree with you. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, the culture wasn't really agreeing with me. So for those of you who don't know, I'm on TikTok. By the way, follow me on YouTube, subscribe, tell your friends. But I'm also on TikTok and uh, they shadow banned me a couple times, but then they, of course, blocked some content I had recently. But I had a little bit of a victory. I didn't appeal. And typically the way the appeals go with me is I appeal and they still strike it down. Kind of their theme. But in this particular case, I had a little mini victory there. So the story is restored. So if you want to get on TikTok and check it out, go check it out. Meanwhile, I'll see you in August and cheers, darling. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.